This is so good. We named it the first Golden Girls and Golden Palace podcast and the first Golden Girls or Golden Palace podcast with black hosts as seen at Golden Con on the Associated Mm. Press, USA Today, The Judge Mathis Show, and so many Mm. other places so famous we need not mention them. And that's with Barrett and Kay, and that's me. I'm Barrett, and that's Kay. Of course he's Barrett, and you know I'm Kay. Hey, Hi, Kay. Everyone. How you doing? Um, I'm good. How you doing? I'm all right. Oh, you didn't really care. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought you really asked. I mean, you know, it's just a formality, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm good. I, I was racing home from doing some returns to make sure I was here on time. You know, my favorite pastime, returning things. Um, and speaking of managers... Well, they did have to get the manager. I didn't ask for the manager, though. In my defense, I did not mm. ask for the manager. But at five mm. below, you need a manager to do a return over $15. Who got time for that? Yeah, you do. I love Five Below. That's one of my top five favorite stores is Five Below. I love that. Well, them. if they would like to sponsor us, um, hit me up. So good we named it at gmail.com. Thanks. Mm. Um, and we're joined today by Andrew. Hello. Who um, was the first and for a while the only person to even respond to my request of <laughs> well, saying hey i jumped on that i mean i'm glad somebody did because i'm just like hey you know here send in a clip because people always say they want to be on the show on some lucy ricardo shit but whenever mm-hmm. i put something out there they don't respond i think people want an entire episode that's probably not going to happen for most people no offense but we got a lot going on but i liked your yeah. clip it was funny and i thought oh well we got to get him on the show so for those of you they didn't do it. This could have been you. I'm I'm honored to be here. I found your podcast through Instagram. Oh. I follow a ton of different, or I used to when I was on Instagram, followed a ton of different Golden Girl, Golden Girls memes meme pages, and I found y'all somehow through there, and I started listening. Well, I'm glad you found us. Oh, I, I was just telling my friend. I don't know how I even got on the subject, but I was telling him, like, I feel like this is a, a job. And I said, I have to constantly post because you never know where people are going to find you. If I make a bunch of Instagram posts, somebody might like it. Their friend might see it. And now they're listening to the show. So your testimony. I think mm-hmm. I think Shady Pines, Ma. 85? 85 shared something of yours. And that's how I found you. Oh, well, shout out to Sam. I still got to get Sam on the show along with the 80 other people I'm always trying to get on the show. If I had a secretary, right. she could schedule these things for me. Because I, I, asked, I am the um, secretary. Secretary <laughs> of what? Ah, oh, well, I don't do. I don't harass people like you do. You just tell me the dates and times. That I yeah, put all on you do calendar, is put it I'm on the calendar. <laughs> well, I mean, all I do, so not, I don't do shit else. Not to well. undermine your contributions, <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it takes a lot. Um, so I'm glad we got you on here because I asked you 85 times. What episode did you want to do again? Because uh, it's just so hard to remember, but you picked a good and one. I, this is one of my favorite episodes, and it's well, it's yes, we have no Havana's the first episode of season four, but very. Uh, I don't know when this one will come out, but I just listened to the episode on Sunday, and that's where we meet um, Jim Shu in this episode. Yes, um, it's very uh, relevant and timely, and. Now I wish I had known your heritage so that I could have made this, oh, you know, Hispanic representation on the Golden Girls. Um, So you'll have to come back for that one because I'm trying to hit every uh, ethnic group to let everybody Mm -hmm. have their say. And we do have a lot of that. Who do we we see? We see, I don't, y'all talked about this in another podcast, but it's very rarely... Enrique Mexican Mas. or Mexican-American representation, usually like Cuban or Puerto Rican. Yeah, I don't know if we see yeah. any Mexicans. Interesting, but, um, what was Mario? Ma- Mario. Mario. Mario Lopez. 
Yeah. Um, what was he so. from? He's problematic. Because she was talking about getting him deported. So was it deported back to Mexico or Cuba? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe the sorry, right, is barking. I, I will admit that's one of my lesser favorite episodes, so I don't watch that one very often. Wow. Mario and who else? Um, the guy oh, who played Barrett, uh, Ernie. Who? Ernie. Actually, Ernie is from uh, a little city in the Rio Grande Valley in Texas, where I'm from. So he is grew up in a city about 30 minutes east of me. And he spoke at my graduation. He was the commencement. Ernie oh. from the George Lopez show? Mm-hmm. That's oh. such a specific person to have come and speak. <laughs> yeah. He's like the, one of the only famous people that ever came out of that region of Texas that we... Well, you can help get him famous. on this show then because you all have a connection. Yeah. yeah. And that way... We go way back. I don't think he's doing anything else. So, you know, he can come and do this I show. I don't know. I think, I think there's a George Lopez reboot going on right now, isn't there? It's not a reboot. It's he's playing a fictionalized version of himself. So uh, I don't know if the George Lopez show exists in this universe, and maybe the guy gotcha. who played Ernie will be on there. And he was also on Living with Fran with Fran Drescher. So come on the show anytime. I don't remember your name, but if you're listening, you know who you are. Um, but yeah, we do have a few. So we'll definitely have to have you come back. And anybody listening that, yeah, that. is um, of Hispanic or Latinx background hit me up please don't hit me up and say oh well i'm not hispanic but if you're not hispanic this is not the episode for you to give your commentary no offense we'll get to you whenever your ethnic group comes up or people that have been incarcerated we're still looking for those people so any race can do that one but uh yes we are doing um season four episode one and this was a really funny one yeah. There's a lot of would classic say, lines in this one. I love this one. Yeah, yeah I think that's did. one of the reasons I picked it. I mean, this this episode, probably more than a lot of others, there are a lot of lines in this episode that I use. Yes. Daily. Same. I mean, I say, I think every time I see my husband, I say, hello, because that's going to help. And we think that's just uh. so funny. Um, yeah, we say, I think I say I'm going to lose my lunch, like, at least once a day. <laughs> I, know, I love the um, quiet. I work alone. I love that. Yeah. I work alone. Which she she did that again with um, the episode with I'm craziness about this guy. She says it in mm. there. I don't know if she says it anymore, but I think twice is enough to warrant it. As oh, a when phrase. she tells George Clooney, nice touch, but I work alone. Yes. Yeah. Um, I also say, uh, may I continue, Commandant? Uh, a lot of times when my <laughs> husband will like interrupt me, and, like I don't know what I'm talking mm. about. And I have the, the definition. It's an officer in charge of a particular force or institution. So watch your back enough, Wicker. We're scholars now, too. Um, <laughs> but also, as they always are mentioned, it's you forget what lines are from what episode. And like you said, I didn't realize mm-hmm. so many of the more famous lines are from this episode. And gifts, mm-hmm. too. Like the, the Rose gif of her saying agreed. She ain't even saying that in the episode. But that's what they <laughs> put right. on there. And I use that a lot. Um, but starting at the top here, um, pull up my notes. Hold on. Yeah, Sophia can't shower with the man. Why are you mad, Dorothy? That's what I wrote down. <laughs> I'm like, why is Dorothy always trying to get in the way of her mother's love life? She seems so appalled. What are you saying? Uh, that she was getting it in. She was still okay. kind of young. She would have been in like what her 60s or 50s. And Dorothy at this time, kind of young. That's still old. 
Oh, I forgot. Yeah, Kay don't like for anybody over 40 to have sex. So. I don't not <laughs> like it, but I just, I don't want to imagine like old people doing it. It's just weird to me. Is 50 it's that just, old? Gabrielle Union 50, is 50. She 50 can't have sex. not old. Like okay. 75 is kind of like, like <laughs> 65 is kind of put. It depends on if you look 65. Cause I don't, I just, it's yeah. my imagination. So, I, don't, I don't like that. Sophia was 80 in the first season. And this is the fourth season, so it would have been 23 years that he'd been dead. So she would have been, what, 57? So that's a reasonable age. I mean, that's not terrible. Nothing wrong with 57. I like their sauce. So 57 works regardless. And I think that that's an okay age. Also, could you imagine showering with a dead man for five years? The world is silly as fuck. This is the worst option. I mean, I, I'm sure there's her? somebody out there doing it. People keep their dead loved ones in, you know, armchairs and shit to collect their checks. So mm. who knows? Uh-uh, um, not the body. There was a guy that was having sex with his wife after she had died. Oh, no. Um, in, like, the early 1900s. I don't know what I was watching. Unsolved Mysteries or some weird shit as a what kid. what the fuck? And that he, has to be awful. I mean, he, he sprayed time. a lot of perfume. It was a different time. A kinder, gentler America. <laughs> Um, so, you know, people do weird shit, but Rose mm-hmm. was on some other stuff. She was really on one this episode. Um, well, she says that her cousins have been marrying each other. But she's adopted. So, that... so what does that have to do with anything, right. Rose? Allegedly. Not an excuse. Um, mm-hmm. But she was really in her element. She was like extra stupid. I think they amped up the dumbness for mm-hmm. season four. Um, mm-hmm. I'm here for it, though. You know, I, I never, I, I never. Well, there was also, I think. Thing. Going into season four, there was a, a big writer shift out yeah. of season three into season four. And I think, I I think, I don't know this for sure, but I think they were really concerned because a lot of new, like young writers were coming in. So like 20 year old, 20 year olds were coming in and writing these lines. I think that was kind of a concern for them. But I wonder if that's when we see that shift from like season three to four. I think so. Because uh, Mark Cherry, I think, started season four, who did Desperate Housewives. Mm-hmm. And you, it is noticeable in the scripts that it does kind of get a little sillier. And then, you know, getting into the 90s, that was really the thing for a lot of sitcoms just to be really over the top. I know a lot of people don't like when that happens. I personally mm-hmm. like that. But um, I, I think this is a good example of them starting out with that. And they start stop mm-hmm. doing all those little hokey episodes, you know, trying to incorporate a cause. Like, we see it with, like, the AIDS episode. But it's not... Right overbearing like they still have comedy but in the earlier seasons um i think season four does have the brother can you spare a jacket so i guess they were like let's get a couple of these out before we're completely done but it's just more non-stop comedy and not as much drama that we saw right. earlier like rose with mm-hmm. the gun or she's sobbing or whatever oh we don't gosh. see anything like that again i don't think uh from her but in my mind they'll always be here <laughs> she was going right. through it I know she was taking a lot of pills that day, but um, the <laughs> it was funny. I forgot where Sophia's choking <laughs> from oh, yeah. Dorothy. Because the world is like, a, what do you date. have a date, Dorothy? That really tickled Never me. Never say that while I'm eating. <laughs> right. And tickled her. Blanche says dress. Is that a one piece? I thought it was a two piece, and I kind of liked it with the little bows. There was too many bows. Like, I thought it was cute. That dress is peak 80s. Yeah, it is so. I thought 80s. it was so cute. I think With one bow would have been sufficient. Uh-huh. But it's the eighties, though. Like I thought it was yeah, so cute. Extra. Um, and then I noticed that Sophia loves a good interracial relationship. She's the only one mm-hmm. to have two 
interracial relationships and it would it's surprising that Blanche no, three. Who that's else? three. Didn't she date an Asian man? Yeah, so that's the two. Who's the three? And the black man. What's her, the third? Her and Alvin weren't Fidel. fucking. And Fidel. Okay, oh, and they Fidel. weren't having sex, but they was like, you know, dating. I mean, I think if Alvin did not have um, Alzheimer's, she probably would have been trying to, to get some. But they she also dating. goes on a date with, uh, what's his name? The singer. I oh, was yeah. Say um, yeah. Iglesias. She did. Yeah, Sophia, the oldest one, and she's always with the interracial relationships. Dorothy, mm-hmm. I would think, should. would have, but she didn't. And I'm shocked mm-hmm. that Blanche would, mm-hmm. but a lot of people consider um, lighter Latinos to be white. So I guess she was like, eh, close enough. You know, it won't upset mm-hmm. Big Daddy. That's probably the only time your Rose never did either. But shout oh. out to Sophia, so progressive at that time. Mm-hmm. She really is. Um, also, I uh, go ahead. One- one thing I that drives me crazy. First of all, it's a pet peeve of mine when people say the word program. It just it drives me nuts. And Dorothy says that in the, at the top of this episode, and it drives me crazy. I hate when people say program. I don't remember Teaching that, but as soon as you said it, I was like, I bet it was Dorothy because she always uh, has her her special pronunciations resume. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, right. uh, Barrett, I wanted to tell you, I had I took a video of it on my phone. I'll have to send it to you. But I watch, I watch Maud a lot too. Have you ever seen that show? I've seen quite a few episodes. I'm not as devoted um, to it though. So I I love it so much because you you're getting these two great actresses that you love from Golden Girls, but just kind of in a different mm-hmm. context. It's I really enjoy that a lot. But there's an episode where they're at a resort and someone says you've been drinking too much, mm-hmm. and Maud says. We've only had two margaritas, and I. So it's mm. it's like a it's like a B. Arthur thing. She so just it's just who she it. is. It's just who mm. she is as a person. She yeah, says, I need that clip so I can uh, cut it with, with the other time. Uh, she says it, but yeah, yeah, it's like seeing Dorothy and Blanche the younger years, and then Blanche is married to Mister Drummond, and then you get mm-hmm. uh, Florida Evans. So it's mm-hmm. like a whole parallel universe. I just, it, it's not streaming anywhere but YouTube, so that's probably a big part of why I haven't seen as many episodes as I You can like. see uh, Tubi puts out two seasons at a time for a couple of months. So right now, seasons one and two are there. I gotta um, check that out. I have Tubi. I never mm-hmm. use it now. I used to watch it all the time at work when we were in the office, but now I'm far too dedicated to my career to be watching TV on the clock, you know? <laughs> no. uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's a, it's, it's, a good, it's a good show. I like watching it just because it's well, when we Those run out of uh, out of Golden Girl stuff, maybe we'll transition into a new yeah. podcast. And then there's Mod with Barrett and Kay. The Mod uh, Pod. I never even watched Mod Pod. That's Who good. I'm gonna, gonna steal that. that. I'm gonna edit that part out hell? and then steal it. Oh, Mod Jesus. Pod coming soon. Um, I've never watched Mod. <laughs> I it's think. Good. I mean, I don't know if you're a fan of Norman Lear style comedies, Kay. I'm just gonna assume no. I don't even know who that is. What? Norman Lear created All in the Family, The Jeffersons, Good Times. Mm-hmm. I don't like those shows. <laughs> Good Times, I think, was a spinoff of Maude. It was, but in Good Times, she's in Chicago instead of New York. And on Maude, his name was Henry, and he was a firefighter. But he can't be successful anymore. Now they have to be in the projects. But um, What's that actor's name? He's from Roots. John Amos. I, say his name again. John Amos. Yes. And he's still alive. Come on the show, John. We'd love to have you. 
Mm-hmm. He was in um Coming to America. As yes. we've seen your frog this entire episode. That's fine. That's what we do here. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah. yeah, he wasn't. He's been in a lot of iconic roles, and mm-hmm. he was in the the sequel to it too. But yeah, they put they tried to do all the original people that were in the first movie in the sequel. I really appreciated it, the second one. Too bad. Was Louis Anderson in it? I don't I think was he had just passed gonna away. Ask he passed away, wasn't he? But I don't think away? he passed away then. I think so he passed after. away more recently. So I don't he, recall. I have to not, watch the movie. And I gotta Google it, see if he was in there, because it's gonna bother me. Was it good that second no. coming to America? Was it no? <laughs> it was Thank good. <laughs> it was it was good for what it was. You know, like yeah. it's not it's not gonna be as good as the original, but for how they did everything and they had all the the cast come back, it was nice. It, it was I nice to see it. them again, but it was not comparable. And I'm glad it wasn't I, as good as the first one, but I you know, it was it was I'm glad was I didn't good. pay for that. I would have been mad. It's not like uh <sighs> It's not like Sister Act 2, where the yes, sequel was actually great. Better than the yeah, first. I, I, I like the Sister second. Act 2 better than the they first They better bring one. Cheryl Lee Ralph back. Uh, that's all <laughs> oh, I they're, they're doing, I just read a headline that they're doing Sister Act 3. Yeah, Tyler is that- Perry is doing it, so hopefully it's not Medea's oh, Sister my. Act. Um, although that would kind of be funny, mm. actually. But um, my they, gosh. they just got the script. <laughs> but... People were uh, tweeting Cheryl when she won her Emmy. They were like, "Oh, I right. guess singing and dancing, you know, does pay the bills." Because that was her famous thing to Lauren Hill, and now who you are on stage singing, getting your award. But he was in Coming mm-hmm. to America too as Maurice. Oh, okay. So uh, shout yeah, out Louis to the uh, Louis Anderson estate. If mm-hmm. any of them would like to come <laughs> on the show, you know, anybody will take them. Um, but getting back to the Golden Girls. Uh, <laughs> The oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the um, the lockers in the hallway of the classroom. You may recall from when they did the little league, not the little league, the football team. It was the same lockers in there. And on an episode mm-hmm. of Nurses, shout out to Heather who pointed that out once on Twitter. The nurses like lounge or whatever also has those lockers. So they really are down for upcycling. They are not gonna let anything go to waste over there because I think this classroom is seen again when Dorothy is trying to be on Jeopardy. And then I think when Blanche um, will always have her, her degree, as she oh, says. Yes. So I guess they just keep these sets on standby. Like, hey, we might need this again. And I mm-hmm. appreciate them, you know, not wasting resources. Thank you, Susan yeah. Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we also have, uh, as you mentioned earlier, Jim Shu. Who, uh, yes. Here we go with the jokes, with the lone Asian jokes. I like, know. I so... Like, so I looked this guy up and did Ralph on, he just died earlier this year in February. Yeah. Oh, He's got a really fascinating story in history and background just in general. So it made me do share. So <laughs> his father was like huge in Korean independence um, back in the twenties maybe. And then he fought for in World War II for the US and was a huge advocate for Korean rights in LA. So he's got a, mm. a huge history with, and it. I think listening to the episode on Sunday or last week, it just, it made me so sad, the jokes that they make. It's just so, the 80s was like. Yeah, lawless. Was, truly lawless in that regard. And some of the things that they say or the things that they have people say is just so, 
his problematic these days. I mean, so wild yeah. even up until like a few years ago, like Mad TV, you know, that type of stuff. It's only really yeah. recently that people are really, you know, sticking with trying to be appropriate and whatever because nobody gave a fuck. And they just said whatever and did But was whatever. that you that was telling me it was like an episode of, uh, what's the show Gary Coleman was on? Different Strokes. Different Strokes. It was like an episode of Different Strokes or something. This couldn't have been you telling me this. It was. Where, um, was it you? I wasn't, it wasn't me, but I was there. I think it was the Girlfriends podcast that we did. And I think okay. the host of that show laughing. talked about it. Yeah, about and him they was getting molested. About- yeah, and the audience was just cackling and kicking at the shit like it's funny. Like, no, this is traumatic. Like, why are y'all kicking? This is this is terrible. So I guess um, somebody was like, uh, they had like kidnapped the boys. Or they whatever. didn't kidnap them. You know, like, okay. Not kidnap, but they <laughs> like exactly. lured them. Yeah, they Lord. lured them to like a room or or an mm. apartment or something, and they were showing them inappropriate videos and stuff. And the audience was like kicking. You know what I and mean? They, like, had, that's not um, funny. He had him take his shirt off. And then he was yeah, giving him giving him alcohol. And the other actor, I think that might be Shavar Ross. I I think that's who the he is. The brother? Um, no, not it, it wasn't Willis. It was um, the oh. guy who played Arnold's best friend. That actor, if I'm not mistaken, has said how that was traumatizing, having to do those oh. scenes, and how he's like still dealing with that. And I'm sure they didn't help the fact that it was handled so lightly. I mean, it was supposed to be a very special episode, but they really kind of you know made it seem like it was funny. And not appropriate, and that would never happen today. But you know, I try to to take it for what it was. Well, at least they had an Asian man on there, and and I guess it plays against that stereotype because he didn't have a diploma, and he's an older guy. So at least they're not trying to make it seem like everybody's a genius, and they didn't, you know, make it seem like he was gonna absolutely pass the class. I thought that's what they did, but I'm thinking about the video game episode where she's teaching the class. Yeah. Um, again, but why does he have to go to Benihana? Is that the only restaurant where he could eat? He couldn't go right. to Chili's. Teach he did, can't drink. He can't drink any other alcohol other than sake. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I would assume. And why did she um, have to call it a sheepskin? Like I. Just... <laughs> <laughs> but like, I forgot oh, how why? how nasty he was being because even when she uh, was still talking, he was, ready to go. He, he was just looking at her like, "Okay, come on, hey," uh, mm-hmm. which that was funny, but creep. Yeah, very very inappropriate though for mm-hmm. sure. And Rose was like, "The fuck." So um, I, I would assume that many people of Japanese descent are not flocking to Benihana, just like Italians are not going to Olive Garden like that. You know, Mexicans, I assume, aren't rushing to Taco Bell because it's not real. It's white people cooking it. So, you know, like I'm not going to go to Harold's Chicken if I don't see black people behind the counter. And that's just Fact. that on that because it does not taste the same. So it does not. I, I don't know why I mean, they threw that in. I do like Taco Bell, but <laughs> not like. I don't right, it's it not going to be like your go-to, I would assume. For no. sure, for um, sure. So, no, like, exactly. damn, they had they had to do so, Benihana's. Yeah, it just kind of, you know, no, learning about this man, and not that it makes it any worse or any better, but just thinking about, you know, his history. And I, I wish we had gotten him on the show country, before he passed great, away. You know, he's reduced to saying these silly lines that are so. <laughs> I mean, at least it kind of put it on Dorothy. I am Jim Shu. Uh, I mean, because she had some, <laughs> some egg on her face. And um, mm. and then his little retort. Hopefully it's not problematic to impersonate him. But because I don't think he had a stereotypical accent. But he's like, I don't think I could drink that much sake. She was gagged at that one. Because <laughs> he, he got <laughs> her ass twice. That's what she said. 
<laughs> She's like, yeah, sit down. She didn't like that shit. <laughs> um, but Boris how, Yashenko. How I, I always want to go back and try to figure out which one sitting there would be Boris Yashenko. Yeah, I thought about that when I saw this. I'm like, nobody looked like they would have fit that description. But yeah. how... They said he was hit in World War Two, so he's got to be... Yeah, he would have been... I mean, maybe not, because that was 60s. a little while ago, but still... Yeah. But um, how was she able to sign up for this class like that? Like, wasn't it the, the day before? Like, didn't registration cut off at a certain point? Right. Um, and also, Dorothy had to read almost her entire name before she realized who it was. Rose Nyland, and she didn't Rose see her. Island? Yeah, so confused. And then them doing uh-huh. the uh, the Pledge of Allegiance. The fact that we used to do that in school, that's definitely that's some what I said. I North Korea shit. Like, the Every Pledge day. of Allegiance was some wild shit back then. Do they the still like, do the it? Do they still? I don't think my ask kids. Ask your kids. I don't know. I should ask call my kids. Call them in there. Let me go ask. Don't call nah, Noah because he won't to. leave. No. Yeah, ask uh-huh, Tati. That's what I'm saying. Let me ask <laughs> Whisper Tati. Do they still do the Pledge of Allegiance? Let me ask. Very special guest. So good we named Very it Junior. Very special guest. I'm so good we named it. Tati. Tati. Do y'all still say the Pledge of Allegiance at school? She said, yeah, child, they still say wow. Why? For what? What are we pledging to? The insurrection? <laughs> Listen, because what the hell? Tell her she that yeah, she should stay do. seated and put her black power fist up. Uh, they not going to keep it. calling me every day because she's sitting <laughs> during the pledge. Don't, I'm not talking <laughs> I don't know where I was. Shit. I was somewhere we where they were doing both. it. I can't imagine I was at a sporting event, but maybe. But I know that I didn't do it. Wherever I was, I didn't do it because uh, the fuck I look like. But that's so weird. I mean, I did it before I knew. Right, I did it as a kid, but I know as an adult, I've been places where they've done it, and I wouldn't do it, because that's just weird. I pledge allegiance Mm -hmm. to the flag, the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Why do I remember that? Because we said it every day. And why are we talking about God in school, public school? This is indoctrination. When I was growing yeah. up, I grew up, I'm here in Texas. We had to do the Pledge of Allegiance and the whatever to the Texas flag. We I didn't know you had anything. Wow. What did you say? Save the Alamo or something? I can't remember. <laughs> You're problematic. <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. What else would they even be saying? <laughs> yeah, um, we had to say it every day. First of all, the Pledge of Allegiance is not for black people. Um, it's not for any minority. I just it's put for that white out there men, too, white Christian it's, it, it, That's who it's for. <laughs> Um, so hmm. the fact that they have our kids still saying this shit every day is just beyond me. This is dumb. So the Texas one is honor the Texas flag. I pledge allegiance to the Texas one state under God, one and indivisible. So it's the same thing. Just I think when I started words. going to Christian school, I felt like we then did two as well. And one was to a Christian flag because I went to Lutheran school. I'm not Lutheran, but we were, I guess, praying to the Lutheran flag. So that's mm. just a lot of weird shit. Y'all worried about the wrong thing. You don't want drag okay. queens reading to them and, and all that burning books. Take this shit out. Separation of church and okay, state. Okay, because what the fuck? Y'all better be glad because I'm problematic or I would run for office and I would stop a lot but, of this um, shit. America is not a Christian state. So I don't know right. why they try to throw Christian religion or whatever into the laws and stuff that they want to make. Well, because God said, okay, first of all, we're not even, that's not even our, you know what I mean? And like, that's why they that, started America to get away from, yeah. that. Get away from that stuff. So what's really going Getting away on? from a government telling them what to do. Basically. Mm. Start a very political episode. So good we <laughs> As it should mm. be. So what is, what is it yeah. like? Being a gay man in Texas sounds scary. No, well, you know, I grew up, I, I grew up down way down south on the border, 
Um, I grew up like 10 miles from the Mexico border um, in a little region called the Valley, the Rio Grande Valley. Um, and it was fine down there. I mean, it's extremely Catholic. It's really homogenous. I mean, almost 80 or 85% of the population's Mexican-American were. Um, so, and, and Catholic for the most part, but I, I mean, I was, it was fine down there. Other parts of the state are really scary. Once you start getting rural out, mm. you start seeing a lot of Trump 2024 and a lot of, yikes, um, <laughs> anti-Biden, um, weird Confederate flags and stuff mm. out in the, when you're, when you leave the cities, but in the cities, it's not bad. And we live in Austin, which is like. <laughs> A liberal haven. The gays love like, Austin. I've had so many people. Oh my gosh! Tell me I mean, my husband and I can walk around holding hands, smoking. As you should, as you should be able to walk around smoking. Uh, is your culture more? Is it weed? <laughs> isn't legal in Texas? Is it? It's not legal, but it's decriminalized in the county that we live oh, in, so okay. they don't arrest oh. for like less than half an ounce. Oh, turn oh, up. Okay. This culture, at least the culture that I grew up in, down in that area, people are very. Um, People don't care what other people are doing. They, right. they focus on their life and their family and what they have going on, their business. Mm -hmm. And as long as you're not hurting them or putting them in exactly. danger, it, it's kind of like live and let live, I think, for the most part. Yeah. I, you know, I never, I didn't get bullied in school. I mean, I was never physically bullied. People would kind of make fun of me. You know, not even really make fun of me. They would just ask me if I was gay. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of questions. People say, are you gay? Do you? Or they'll say, can I ask you something? Promise you won't get mad. I just want to know. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. to say. I was like, yeah, but that started pretty early. I mean, that started in like elementary school. People asking me that. And I was like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I'm very fortunate. I grew up in a family that was very accepting. And I know a lot of people don't have that experience. So well, even in them. my culture, there are, we, you know, there are stories like that yeah. so my husband's last husband was mexican and mm -hmm. his parents like stopped talking to him or whatever because of that so i know it can vary but i think the rest of his family was okay but either way fuck him you can't come on the show uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um what was i gonna say i had something to say about the great state of texas i just mm. know that growing up all i knew about texas was what i saw on the media so it was mm -hmm. the movie north uh, when he ended up getting adopted with Reba by Reba McIntyre, yes. Dan Aykroyd, that part, um, and that. on Pee Wee's. Barrett, you're the um, first person I've ever met who knows that movie. I love no that movie. No one ever knows that movie. I thought I made it up. Favorites. I thought it was in my head, and then I'm <laughs> yeah. googling like it does exist. Uh, and then um, Pee Wee's Big that Adventure when he ended up at the Alamo, and they were singing the song, and then can you up. say Adobe? <laughs> that was um, what's her face. From, um, uh, the lady from Designing Women. Yeah, Jane, not Jane uh, Curtin. Uh, Jan, no, not Jane. Jan Hooks. Yeah, Jan Hooks. Yes, yeah. And she then, was in the later seasons, right, of Designing Women? Yeah, Limited. she replaced Charlene. She was Carlene. And what was the other thing? Oh, <clears throat> Selena. That was the only other thing I knew about Texas, Corpus Christi, oh, yeah. which I have no idea where that is on a map. But so I was actually, I was born in Corpus Christi. I'm from, born there, which is, it's on the coast, so on the Gulf Coast, kind of right in the center. Did you know um, Selena? No, uh, I did not. Damn. I was about five when she died. 
Yeah, I guess I don't know why. I guess in my head she's still that age. So right, I'm thinking you would have been in school together. But yeah, she would be like 50 or mm-hmm. something if she was alive now. Yeah, um, she'd be in her 50s. But then. when old girl gets out, it's gonna be on sight. She gonna yeah. get that ass beat. Everybody gonna be waiting for her. She's still in jail. When she get Yolanda? out? Mm-hmm. When she, she, I think she get out? She gets out in twenty years. Four or twenty-five. Yeah, it's coming up. People have it it's marked on their calendar. She better get People ready. Are- she better. She was wild as hell, wild ass bitch. I, f- I feel like sometimes with the people that reach out to us, that that's going to be my fate one day because some really, really nuts looking or acting people, really crazy acting people reach out to us saying they're fans. And I'm like, eh, this looks like it might go another way. So I'm going to just back you up know, a little bit. You got to vet people. They got to do mental health yeah, screenings. I'm going to have to gonna have to do that moving forward before we get too deep in the episode we skipped over a note that i wrote down where um sophia said fidel was long in the tooth who the fuck says that that's a thing that's common they say that i've never heard that besides her saying it and you want to know what's funny about this in the episode mixed blessings they talk about lorraine being a little long in the tooth so she says rose says so what if michael's a skinny little white boy and lorraine's a little Mm -hmm. long in the tooth but then in this episode rose acts like she didn't know what that means yeah, I, I like, guess. I thought his teeth were fine. <laughs> she forgot. I don't think I've ever She's heard anybody now. say it in real life. I've never heard that. But I have right. heard it, you know, in media. Mom used to say Log that. in the tooth. What I'm going to bring that, that back. That even mean? Oh, okay. And she says she missed graduation, but she should have still graduated. Like, this was three weeks before. That last three weeks made that big of a difference where you didn't get a I diploma? mean, finals and stuff, yeah. And the fact that kissing booths were the thing back then, like, what? I wish they had them now. Shit. Shit. Everybody would be sick as hell if you not enough, have not a enough, Not in a post-COVID world. You know yeah, what not, I mean? Yeah. Pre-COVID. People don't even COVID, take maybe. baths. I've been seeing on TikTok how people don't even take baths except like once or baths or showers. They don't clean themselves except like once or twice a week. Well, you're just kissing. So, you know, you ain't got to do I don't give that. a damn. If you're not washing your body, you're not telling me you're brushing your teeth. <laughs> That's well, you know, just a peck is fine, but anyways, she was kissing the gym uh-huh. teacher, which, first of all, was that Ava Braun? Because she says later that she was a gym teacher. Second of all, this was some lesbian stuff, and then that's not appropriate. You're kissing the gym teacher. What kind of freaky right. shit? I, I know Blanche it was, was a dating lawless the coach. Time but... lawless time. <laughs> I guess. And she went mm-hmm. to college. So how did you go to college if you didn't have your diploma? Rose. Who went to college? Uh, Rose, Rose. studied uh, home economics at, like, I forgot the college, but when they look at her resume, they do uh, mention that. So I... I and she also took some, psych- some psychology classes. Um, right. She so, says that in the Mr. Terrific episode. So I'm wondering if she got the diploma, I, I guess, but, but not officially. So she wanted... I, I can see Rose mm-hmm. being the type of person and be like, no, I want to really earn it and not just have it. Uh, my mother just went up there and made them give it to me, but I'm guessing Alma wasn't going to do that in this case. Because uh-huh. uh, similar I to her, how she was working uh-huh. at the grief center if she didn't have her high school diploma. Maybe she had a GED instead or something. Maybe. Um, I don't well, have that's a what GED. This episode's about right getting her GED. Yeah, I guess this would have been a GED, not an actual diploma. But right. similar to her, three weeks before they were like, "Oh yeah, um, he still needs this half a credit." And it's like, how the fuck y'all didn't tell me this? prior um my school was very janky but Mm. i needed to have a credit and i was going to do like summer school and that wasn't really working out i did go but i was like i don't want to do this so my mother just made them give it to me she needs to do that at columbia so i can get my degree 
as well. Are y'all in Chicago proper? In the city of Chicago? I am. Yes, we are. Shy town all day, baby. Chirac. Um... I'll, I'll say Chirac. That's problematic. <laughs> that is not how we want to be viewed. I, the the yes. views and opinions from very black men are not. You do not. You, I, would, Kurt, I would like to distance okay. myself from. Okay. I love I I Chirac. I don't say that. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, like Iraq, so they say that there's a lot of you know heavy gun violence, violence and killing, and or there's more killing and gun violence here in Chicago than Iraq. So they say Chirac. That is which is a negative, lie. It is a negative lie. thing. So I don't want to yeah. associate uh, it with that. No, they just say that you know Trump loves to throw us in there. I'm like, why are we in? But I've never been shot, so it must not be true. Let me duck down because I'm in front of the window. Anyway, okay. <laughs> they do um, mention your favorite name, Fritz Stickelmeyer. Um, Fritz Stickelmeyer. I say that all the time. So I'm glad he got his features. I forgot that that's who this what was. What is it about the name that <laughs> tickles you so much? I don't know. I just like Fritz, Fanny, Fritz Stickelmeyer. I don't know who I thought he was, but I did not realize that was Hitler all this time yeah i remember uh, this episode because she's like i don't care what you call him it's fritz stickelmeyer who's hitler <laughs> but that's so right. uh, so topical hitler? with all of the anti-semitism i don't know when this will mm -hmm. air if this will still be relevant but the mm. the fact that they're talking about this i guess kanye could claim ignorance and say oh i thought mm. he was a history teacher moving right along so back to how uh dorothy hit uh, rose upside the head with that damn book Mm, yes. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what? I really liked your idea. You mentioned it in one of the podcasts about putting together a like a montage of all the times that Dorothy is like physically abusive to someone right, in the she show. Fucks them up. She's stomping on feet, putting them in headlocks, beating them in okay. the head. Um, I wonder if her height is why she had that advantage because they can't really hit her. Because in so. the episode, she's like, "Oh, I'll need a chair to do it." So mm -hmm. I guess that's why. Though Rose does hit her in Golden Palace. I do have in my notes, smack the fuck out of Rose. That's what I thought. Okay. Like, well, she was her hairspray was good, though. It bounced back. She said did Rose wear a wig? <laughs> um, did Rose do what? Was that her real hair or was she wearing a wig? I think that's her I'm hair. pretty sure that's her, her hair real looks hair. Like that. Mary Moore. <laughs> I don't think she put on a wig just to get smacked with the newspaper. No, I'm saying, did her character wear a wig the entire, you know, Girl, show? No. Or was that Rose's hair? Anyway, why they have a wig on? She had the same hairstyle for The only for person who, wrote, who, who wore a wig was Sophia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why oh, would they wear wigs? They had hair. Why Sophia had a wig? Because that wasn't her she real was hair color. 30, 20 years older. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's that? And <laughs> I guess she liked having her hair colored or brown when she was not working. Yeah, because it fucked her hair up and made it fall out because they were dyeing it in the beginning. So that's why she started yeah. wearing the wig. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Her um, assistant I'm... said that, I think at Golden Time, um, was saying that. So she started wearing wigs sometimes even when she wasn't Sophia just because her hair, you know, was already thin. Wow. And then it, it, it damaged it. But that's the price of fame, I guess. Um, mm. You know who fuck? Red Skelton is? I, I, I don't know who he is. He was like a like a clown. I, or a, I, I was thinking he was like a comedian, like Gallagher, like comedian. smashing watermelon mm -hmm. and stuff, something like but that. A, <laughs> apparently, in the middle of his career, he started painting, but he never told anybody. Oh. He just started making these paintings of no, maybe he wasn't a clown, but he did paintings of clowns. I think that's what it was, mm. or something like that. But he never told anyone. He kept it from everybody, and then years later. He, when he was older, he like I guess they all got out. He had 
all these there's all these paintings that he made. How random. But it was something he did in private. So I guess that's if that gives any context to Yeah, that was um it's so hard to remember these days, but we filmed an episode, recorded an episode where I mentioned how, you know, if you don't know what the joke is prior to, you know, maybe Matt Browning's book or something on the internet, it just flies over your right. head. And I, I knew I didn't know exactly who he was, but I was like, I don't have time to look this up. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But good to know mm-hmm. some context <laughs> um, on, you know, more about him. Some of the things, some of the things they say, I don't know what they're talking about, but just the way they say it is funny and I laugh at right, it. Right. I'm like, anyway. I'm laughing anyway. So, yeah. What difference does right. it make? Um, what the hell is Blanche eating? I thought it was like maybe a plum or I don't know. It was very small. When? Was it a nectarine? When, when she walks in to say that he's with another woman, I think she got it from that bowl because there's a bowl of fruit on the I island. Don't, I just didn't realize she was eating fruit. She doesn't actually eat it, though. She just is holding it, and then she puts it down on the table, and I could not identify. If anyone's listening and you know, please contact me immediately to identify this fruit because I will be on my deathbed trying to figure it out. Um, mm. Also, the lake known as Blanche uh, dipped his toes. <laughs> Another f- fabulous line. And then uh, that wasn't stupid enough to deserve a hit. <laughs> and Blanche right. is like, why am I in this shit? Just because you got knocked the fuck out. You want to bring it over here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was stupid in the same sense. Like, Ro says stuff that's stupid and doesn't make sense. Bringing it back. Moving on. Back to the yeah. episode. Right. So, <laughs> back to the episode. Um... Let me scroll. That's up. the same dock they use um, on. Again, they're recycling when they're out in the dock. Yes, um, the boardwalk we see with Alvin, mm-hmm. and then we see it when Sophia mm-hmm. was leading mm-hmm. the band of old ladies, and then I think we never see it again after that. Is that the same? I think it might be the same setup from the pizza knish stand. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Maybe. No, I think it's different because it's because they had all the businesses. They didn't have that part with the steps but it's still very fancy for a set that really has yeah. no significance and mm-hmm. um, I was trying to figure out was that ice cream real because it didn't look it kind of looked like it was melting at some points and other times it didn't and then they had napkins so I'm like well maybe it really was seemed like an unnecessary I don't prop. recall if any of it them was, were eating it and it's huge too right I mean, it was that's... a lot especially Blanche's it, right. it was, that was not necessary we, we didn't need that they just came from dinner and is that normal I know this is TV and they do that but minutes later you're like wow that sure was a good dinner like usually you know mm. people don't talk like that do they you just eat it you're like well, that was good as shit you at the good, table I'm like it was good as hell right. okay yeah then but move then we, on. I might be reminiscing about my plate if I'm walking around yeah. eating my ice cream like, like damn, damn that was good, good as fuck <laughs> I uh-huh. wish I had got a take home okay mm-hmm. okay I'll allow it um also, what do I have here? Um, oh, Dorothy says, since we all had such a bad day, when did she say anything about her having a bad day? Or is it just implied? Well, I guess because Rose was in the class. Yeah, and that makes it pretty bad. Jim Shu offended her. <laughs> Every day is a bad day for Dot. Yeah. <laughs> and can, is she qualified to teach that as a substitute English teacher in high school? I mean, I guess since it's high school material yeah, you get a whole but can you teach, teach at a college or was it at the high school i guess we'll be at the high school this is a high school the oh, high school look i think it's the same high school from greece was <clears throat> it well, i maybe. think it might be i don't know i didn't i didn't confirm oh the that, exterior but... shot because uh-huh. it did look fancy, uh-huh. and I don't think we saw it again. Somebody, anybody out there with the GED? Did you know that was the same classroom when Blanche went to go 
get her degree or some shit. We covered that earlier, Kay, if you can keep up. Damn, where um, was that? <laughs> <laughs> I use that line a lot. I use that when they announced that we got to go to Golden Con. I was like, wow, if I wasn't going, I'd really be jealous of me. But I am going. So I didn't realize mm -hmm. this is where that came from. I think I thought this was the same episode where she was going to uh, Parrot Village. In, in the in the world of wool. Although that might be two separate oh, episodes no. as well. I think that's two separate episodes. <laughs> uh, I mixed up Martha Ray and Madge again. So mm. also I need to put a cursor here because I keep having to scroll through my entire thing of notes every time I look away. I had to ask my mom what that Martha Ray and Madge joke meant because you can't really find it on the internet. I feel like I found it before Matt's book came out. I think I had looked it up. Like it, it was not easy but I did figure out what the reference was. And actually, it's hilarious once you understand it. Um, so shout out to the writers for that lovely deep cut, which probably wasn't a deep cut at the time. But for those of you that don't know, that don't want to look it up or don't have Matt's book or a library card, uh, Martha Ray and Madge, that was when she put her teeth in the dishwasher. She said she got them mixed up. So Madge, I might be mixing the names up, but Madge, I think, is the one that was doing the Palm Olive commercials. Do they even make that anymore? Which is a dish soap, which you don't put in the dishwasher, but I digress. And then <laughs> the other one was doing commercials for Polydent, and they both were on at the same time. And I think there were some similarities with the actresses in their careers and the names, I guess, sound familiar. So you get Martha Ray and Madge mixed up, so you put your teeth in the dishwasher. There you go. Glad I could explain uh, it. Moving on. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. But um, <laughs> the, uh, the laughter from the Which is why we love this show so much. Because it's so... I mean, Well, not we. Me, at least. One yeah. of the reasons I love this show It'll so speak much. for us. But, uh... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but we yes. love the show, too. It's fine. Yeah, it's all right. But... Yeah. And we talk uh, about the girls. Who? We love the girl and the girls. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. God that's what I'm saying. That's one, of the reasons, I'm saying that's one of the reasons I love it. There's like little jokes in there that are so... Yeah. And the delivery. So even if you don't get right. it, it still came out funny. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, they did not do a very good job at all hiding Sophia behind him. And there was supposed to be this big reveal. The I can audience, see her purse. Okay, right. The audience is like, oh, oh my God. Like, you, you can't see that. <laughs> and there's no way from any angle that wherever they're all standing that someone didn't see that that was and, and so they're just standing there embracing i guess embrace me you embraceable you um <laughs> so i guess that's i mean i i wouldn't i don't know i don't think i've ever just stood in public embracing my husband and kissing him maybe we'll find a boardwalk and go do that but they um storm off in different directions but they're both going home and i guess sophia had to get on the bus how dreadful <laughs> Um, but how but, did she get there? Like what? Or Fidel's car. Yeah, but she didn't. Oh, leave he with left. Him. He had to go change his suit. Yeah. Oh, musty. He just ass. left her there. That's kind of messed oh, up. Sweaty. I guess he figured because <laughs> his daughter. Uh, and if you're listening and you're not black or don't know AVE, musty means you stink because you're sweating too much. <laughs> don't use it though. You just need to know what it is. Mm. But <laughs> AVE has been trending all week because people are mad that other people are using it. So, you know, I got to stick to the but bandwagon. But it's African-American. Vernacular English. I think the main problem English. is, one, as I'm on my soapbox now, um, one, when we use it, oh, that's ghetto, that's not professional. But then when they use it, oh, how trendy. And then they try to say, right. oh, that's TikTok language. That's Gen Z. No, it's what not. What does that mean? Where are they getting it from? They got Regular it from people. us. So why are you trying right. to say that it's them? Because it's not, it's us. 
And then it's like often, when they used to say Chile. Right. Of they use it wrong on top of it. Chile. <laughs> or like oh, Netflix posted something about the new Wednesday series from Adam's Family. And they were like, oh, Wednesday always has the best snapbacks. The fuck is the snapback? Snapback is a hat. You mean clapback? So right, what exactly. are you doing? That's why you shouldn't have fired all the black people. They need to put more black people. Exactly. They need to put more black people. They really thought they ate, as the kids say. Mm -mm. And they Mm -mm. definitely didn't. Uh, I try to stay Mm -mm. in my lane. I don't use lingo and stuff that isn't from my culture that I don't know anything about. You know, I'm not using Yiddish. I don't know why that was the first thing that came to mind. Here you go. As we get fucking canceled, Barry. Or like, um, you know, I know a lot of people who speak Spanish you know, when it's Spanglish, they incorporate a lot of stuff. I don't, I don't know what all that is. I don't know all that means. Like my friend Lauren is Mexican, and she says something, and I didn't know what the fuck she said. I didn't know what that was because she was saying it in like for me to agree. Like, oh, he's blank, blank, whatever it was, and I was like, I don't know what is that. So I stay in my <laughs> lane, and everyone should stay in their lanes. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. stay in my lane and move on. I felt like Whoopi doing her uh, horrible segues on the View when they cut to commercial after she says <laughs> nothing for 15 minutes, and she'll say, "Well, we're gonna go and come right back because that's what we do." <laughs> um, <laughs> come on the show, Whoops. Anytime. <laughs> we weren't there. We don't know who said what to who. All my mother had to do was give me one of these. But anyway, um, <laughs> would you don't. do that for Snatch Game? No, I wouldn't because it's been tarnished by Evie Oddly. Um, And uh, I I did, I think I had to hide all of my view parody videos from like 10 years ago because I was probably in blackface. So Mm. (laughs) we're so problematic today. Who would I do if I was on Snatch Game? I feel like I would probably do Dorothy or Blanche Mm. because I know they did them before and they sucked. So hopefully I would do them justice. Um, a little more. Um, yeah, I think Raven that. tried doing Dorothy and it was yeah. not good. And somebody did Rue McClinahan and that was not good either. That was um, was it someone milk? from UK from UK UK season one. I, think. I know they did it here too, so I think uh-huh. it I think it was Dude. milk. I felt like Blanche is so easy to play up because she's such a caricature herself that mm-hmm. that's so easy. I don't know how they couldn't do that. Moving right along. They, um, (laughs) Sophia's face when she got in from her date and she was like, I never noticed that till this episode where she was like motioning with her eyes for them to get the fuck out. I wrote down here, I said, are Sophia and Fidel going to fuck on the couch or what? What's the, what is she? Oh, please. It's wicker. But, uh, seems like a very noisy couch to be, uh, making love on. You can get a splinter in a very unsavory place. But what what episode like, was that? Go to your room. Oh, the Christmas episode. We talked about that with Blanche and um, the Santa Claus. And I'm like, they're going to fuck on the couch? Like, why can't they just go in the room? Damn it. I, I remember posting that I thought that there was a line where she's like, 50, 50. And then people were dragging me like, no, that's not a line. They didn't say that. I'm like, I just Mandela effect. I'm not saying that it actually happened. But in my head, I always feel like I heard her say that as a response. Um, no, it was a, that was a different episode where she said 50. I don't 50. think she said it ever. I think I just made no, that up. I don't up. think she says 50, but she says, a, what does she say? And in one episode she does, because I think it was about, um, they printed her age wrong or something in the paper. Or yeah, but it was like 68. Oh, 68 well, and dead. Why did she keep forgetting that part? Um, <laughs> but I don't think she says 50. 
at any point. I thought she did. I just made She's it up. Sweet. That whole exchange, they were really reading the fuck out of each other. And it I was, was here for it. Um, <laughs> you only going to send an inch of water? Uh, that was so, the game is right. You only gonna send the intro. Um mm. I wonder you, what is what is the how does that joke what do you imagine? Draw me a picture with your imagination. So I'm thinking that her boobs like, are so saggy that they're yeah, like exactly. hitting the floor hit of the tub. So she only mm. needed an inch like to cover here. them. So I'm guessing not the whole boob, just like the main part. <laughs> yeah. The nips, the nips yeah. are in the water. The nips, Aerial nips in the water. That's mm -hmm. gonna be my autobiography. So I think <laughs> nips in the water. <laughs> I think that's what she was going for, which was pretty hilarious. Uh -huh. But which tub? Because they say one time, oh, we only have one tub, and then we see the big bathroom when they do the renovations. But I love that she had to announce it, and that doesn't seem like enough water. Even if you do have perky bosoms, you, you want it. I, I like the water up to like my chin personally when I'm in the jacuzzi, but that's just me. And okay. then the line where she's like, um, there's always room for Jello," which was their tagline in the 80s. So that was a perfect usage of that. She was really uh, coming for her. And then earlier she's yeah. like, um, something about, uh, she said Blanche Devereaux was never shared a man. She said, or a pizza. <laughs> so. Also what 80 year old is out dancing and eating dessert at midnight? I guess so. Like, I'm in my yeah, 30s and I can't. put that down too. I'm like, they done ran that man all around. He gonna fall out. I mean, but Sophia as well. Spoiler alert. <laughs> right. So I I guess maybe if they were going to their little dance halls with the Glenn Miller, they weren't like fucking up the dance floor like that. They were doing a little slow back and forth. Yeah. So I nothing guess. With a, nothing with octane. <laughs> yeah, no, no octane okay. at all. And she could have made a few nickels from uh, paying, having guys pay. You know, money. I used to think she was saying up, up team. When that, I I've heard play. people say that. Even recently. Or like with a little up something. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure it's Octane. I yeah, don't think it's yeah. Octane. Um, I'll have to get a copy of the script to confirm that. Which that doesn't necessarily make sense either. Because Octane is like in gas. But maybe she wants to be gassed yeah. up. She's like, gas me the fuck up. I'm finna gas. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> where Dorothy's head was at. I mean, if you see my Cuff It Challenge video as Dorothy, that goes perfectly with that. Follow us on TikTok. It's so good we named mm -hmm. it. Now streaming. Plug it. Um, but she was saying like, oh, you know, dinner, then dessert, then lunch. Why not just have a whole block of time? Why go back and forth? Right. Just you get the first half of the doing, day. But you get the second half then of the Then at day. that time. I don't, that's a lot of shit to do. And I'm not even, I'm 31 and I don't want to do all that. Can we go where we going to come back <laughs> so I can sit down? Like I just, It's the same deal, deal with, uh, with what's his name? Um, Patrick Vaughn. I'm like, how are what? Yeah, is, whole, is your whole day right. just juggling women? That's a lot to keep up. Twelve with. for lunch, two for brunch, <laughs> like six for. Oh my god! Can we please just? Like I was just talking to my you. friend, like when I was dating and stuff, like. I had a lot of free time. I don't have free time now. I don't want to meet with you and talk and we don't see each other again. And I'm going to be mad. I wasted my time because I could have been editing the podcast or, you know, doing something mm -hmm. else. But I guess they had free time because they were always sitting around anyway. And I think they were probably trying to push themselves so they can keep this man who wasn't even that cute. But OK. Um, yeah. And then uh, I've seen some nice looking granddaddies and I wouldn't yeah, put him on the list of granddaddies I like to go. He wasn't out. a silver Fidel, daddy. Domingo. But he wasn't really yeah. I don't think he was that old. I'm pretty sure I looked it up at he's, a He's point. the same age as uh Blanche in real life. Yeah, I think they just aged him. Their their age makeup yeah. on that show was always so bad. Yeah. 
Um, that man, Henry Darrow or Darrow, that actor, he's um, Puerto Rican, and he founded a he founded some like a nonprofit or organization that helps um, Latinos and Latinas who actors get job or get roles in not stereotypical roles like helping them find roles that him and jim shoe had a lot going on thank you for doing but, the research that we didn't think to do <laughs> you'll be our official uh road scholar um mm. so i like knowing the background i don't know it's just well, I, I saw a meme the other day or a video where somebody was like, this is me looking up the IMDb and life story of the person that had one line in this Law and Order episode. <laughs> I do that a lot. I didn't do it with yeah. this, but I am always like, hey, where do I know them from? And then I end up, you know, knowing their whole life story and not finishing the episode. Um, right. Going down a rabbit hole. That's like a, one time, a, a, this was years ago, a friend of, a, me and a friend were sitting out in the backyard hanging out, and I said, um, we were listening to some music and a Sam Cooke song came on and I said, oh gosh, I love this song. I love Sam Cooke. And if you want a thrill, go look up how he died. And that's crazy. Is that, is that a thrill? <laughs> I don't know about a thrill. Maybe that was a bad <laughs> word choice, but a, uh, it was a humdinger. We closed the place. It was a, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, if any of his oh, descendants um, are listening. There's a part where uh, Blanche says she needs a cheesecake and runs into the kitchen. And I don't know if y'all caught this, but the way Betty White runs after her, or Rose runs after her, is so funny. I do she, like, remember her like she trying does to hurry up and, and get thing. up. Her her outfit was too too baggy. I think that was giving her a hard yeah. time trying to get up off that couch. It was it was like loose. a windbreaker. It, it was it was looked it? like the one from when um, she had the 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 uh, weights on her legs, and she uh -huh. they were like no dairy, but no it, dairy. it looked just so loose on her, and it looked like hard to manage, very very drapey. Didn't Maybe she didn't know what to do with her arms then, because she gets up to run after Blanche, and she like. I gotta go back and look weird. at it, and yeah, that's well, another well, well. Um, gif that I see a lot that I didn't realize was from this episode. That I need a cheesecake, and the cheesecake actually had some uh, saran wrap on it for once, because usually they just take it right out. I'm like, that's not gonna stay fresh. Just but, on a plate. Uh, it was what wrapped I up. Out of box. But they had no plates. She got the forks, but she didn't give them plates. Right. Just gonna all I was eat thinking it. it. I'm like, y'all gonna just eat the cake with the fork? Like uh, on their um Ike Turner shit, I guess so. <laughs> but um it's also what did you say? on their Ike Turner shit. Eat the cake anime. She didn't get a fucking plate. So <laughs> Yeah, he had a fork sticking that shit in there. Um and that's a weird place for the forks. Why are they way over there? They should be near the plates. But you know, don't nobody tell people how to me. organize their damn kitchen. It doesn't make sense. The kitchen should be in a flow to where things are most convenient. <laughs> when you need them. I'm going to rearrange my entire kitchen for the next time you come over here. I'm going to put shit on the opposite It's already not shit. organized how I would do it, but, you know. How the hell you know? Because I've been over there. And I don't Where like how it's set Where were you in the kitchen up. to get shit out the cabinet? I didn't look at the cabinets. I'm just talking about the furniture. I'm not, and the appliances. Know, it doesn't matter what you're talking about. I'm going to come over there when you uh, are too busy with little Lamar and rearrange everything to my liking. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> welcome to my husband's was... world. Coming home to a new home every day because I've rearranged everything in the middle but of the But there's night. nowhere else to put my kitchen table, though. Because my kitchen, you know, it's like an open concept. So where else? Uh, not a fan like, of open concept. Where else can I put it? 
I have a smaller table now. I have a square table instead of a circle table. So maybe it'll be more room now for you. I'll have to come and judge and see. <laughs> let me see that house. What's going on back there? I see a, a little, let me enlarge this. I see a house plant. I see a little room divider. Let me see if that yeah. meets my decorating Well, I'm standards. up on the second floor. Um, and then I was saying on my notes, reverse psychology like a motherfucker when Sophia went in there and was like, you know what, Blanche, you can <laughs> oh, just I have them. Like, okay, sounds great. <laughs> Blanche was, <laughs> was uh, shook. Okay, thanks. I do that to my husband a lot. He don't like it, but it's funny to me. Um, <laughs> That's uh, gas. That's a form of um, gaslighting. Is it? Damn. I got to yes. bring that up in therapy. It's well, not for anything to major. It doesn't have just to be major. Be like, um, like, oh, there's only one, you know, I wanted to say chicken wing, but I'm like, I don't want to make it seem like that's all I eat. I already brought up chicken like three other times. But <laughs> I'll be like, oh, there's only one chicken wing left. But, you know, if you really want it, that's fine. Blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, they're going to be like, no, you can have and I'll be it. like, that's okay, great. And, you know, I'm already dipping it in my ranch. <laughs> but, exactly. Uh... <laughs> that's manipulative. Don't do that. Damn. Problematic. Mm. I'm mm-hmm. going to be served with papers tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on a very, signing off in a very sad situation. Um, Dorothy kills me with her fucking academic integrity. Like, girl, if I, Kay, if if you ever teaching something or whatever, I better get an A++, okay? Okay, because what? Like, who, I don't want to get time People that. do that. Especially, you know, people that are and white. Rose was, Rose was one <laughs> One question, like that's just oh, what right. I mean. Look at look at President Trump. Everybody he had in there was his people. They weren't qualified. He was like, "I got you. If I get in, there, I got mm-hmm. you." That's just what you do. Mm-hmm. Nepotism. Okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of you know <laughs> successful white people, specifically, have been helped by that. But then you know when it's reversed, or if it's you know a minority or whatever, then it's oh no 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 we can't do that. Like affirmative action, which typically doesn't even help black people the most anyway. It mostly helps white women, but they don't like affirmative action because, oh, that's a leg up. But look at all the people who are grandfathered in at Harvard and all of that because their family... I hate that when I know, people that's say why grandfathered I said in. That uh, shit pisses me off. That's the only reason you got in is because your family went there. Or Lori Loughlin and um, fucking Lynette Scavo. What's her real name? Felicity Huffman, you know, with the fake yeah. uh, operation. What was that called? I forgot, not Operation Dumbo Drop. It was something else where they were all faking the um, the college admission scandal. Like, mm-hmm. are, are people donating money? Like, whatever you have, whoever you are, whatever your race is, I'm not, I'm not mad at it because I would do it too, but I'm mad when they say we shouldn't do it. Do whatever you got to do to help people out. Like, the job that I have now, I got it because a friend worked there. I don't fuck with her now, but Same. thanks for the job. Um, <laughs> so... Who did you know? We'll have to talk off. Um, when I worked there, but my friend had applied oh, and they man. didn't hire her. And she was like, girl, you should apply for this job. They got great benefits and blah, 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 blah. You should apply. And then I applied. I wouldn't have known about it if she didn't right. tell Like, me. I wouldn't have mm-hmm. come onto the, the team that I'm on if you weren't like, oh, you better apply because you know who was working on the team. And I was like, nah, I'm good because she didn't make it sound good. But when you told me, I was like, oh, okay. So I just like to put my people on. Like, if I ever blow up, I got y'all. But Dorothy's ass, oh no, sorry, you know, you don't pass. What's it gonna hurt anything? Who fucking cares? The same thing with that damn football player. That I can understand a little more with the football player. But still, at a certain point, like they're about to kill you and you're still like, nope, not gonna let you do it. Like it's not that Oh, I had a, uh, I have a note, listen to all this from the How the West Was Won. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Because 
I didn't know. Uh, honestly, until I looked this up, I had no context for what she meant by that. Like why they used that movie or why she referenced that movie. But it says that um, we all already, you already know me. <laughs> I don't know shit. Uh, <laughs> it was only... <laughs> It was only one of two films produced with the three-stripe Cinerama process, and the picture quality was at its best on a large, curved screen. Quality suffered on a small screen. Who would know that Um, for them to use that reference? Who the hell would be Um, like, oh, good one? (laughs) But I'm wondering back in, like, 1988, if people that were watching the show that were older grew up, you know? Like, they just knew that those... Like, that was maybe a really big deal that this movie came out that was kind of like when the first like IMAX came out. I don't know. Like it was just like a, yeah, I guess I'm sure everybody would have been like, Oh my God. You know, like Titanic was one of the first movies I remember being in IMAX. So I guess they might've known, but that's so crazy. You really are quite the scholar. You should be on enough wicker. But um, I felt like I never would have even thought anything of it. I thought it was just a random movie that she mentioned. That's what I thought too. But I guess I've learned through the show that everything they say, nothing's really random. Like the writers were so good at planting stuff. Everything is everything, as Lauren. Everything has say. a meaning. Yeah. Wow, that's very deep. And sometimes I can't find it. There are things they say that I've looked up. And I'm like, I. I wonder if that's in Matt Browning's book. Maybe. Where is that? Maybe. I don't I've think that's a it. cultural reference, so it might. It not is. Be it's a there. movie. But that's not okay. I'm going to get the book. I always bring it up and I never actually get it. But we're already in hour four. Don't you so. have two copies? Hell no. Nah. I ain't got two enough. I thought you had two copies. So I, cause one I, of I always say I'm going to get a second. I almost fell. Um, <laughs> I always say I'm going to get another Damn. one. Well, today's eight-hour episode is so good. And then the real one's going to be like 15 minutes once we take out we're the all, problematic shit. We're only at an hour and 40 minutes. This one's so bad. Um, How the West Was Won is mentioned, but he doesn't mention your fun fact. Interesting. What does he say? I had to close the book now. But he just talks oh, about shit. what the movie was about and when it came oh, out. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, maybe so I guess she's enough. calling... Uh, She's saying Rose has a large curved ass, I guess. <laughs> Cakey as fuck. But she, <laughs> she do. Got that Betty booty. Okay, and does. <laughs> and does. I was tickled when um Sophia uh, when Sophia a raisin in sneakers. That tickled me. <laughs> and and that reminds me of Golden Palace when they call her talking prune. So she's always some type of dried <laughs> yeah. fruit. Do you have any more to say before we get to the funeral? Because I got two more notes next Let me week. see. Um the the cardboard hat that's rude as hell <laughs> that you can get any because job with a cardboard said, hat yeah. you can get better no, than really that. you can work at our job with a high school diploma shit <laughs> now but that was 19 yeah, whatever the fuck 86 87 so. you can work anywhere now because i've never been to a job where they asked for my fucking degree so i really spent all this money for no reason um, let me print one out just in case they ask what's the, the school that shut down ask for it DeVry. I, I graduated magna cum laude <laughs> from DeVry. Um, ITT Tech. Also, uh, Ruth Buzzy in Evita. Yeah. Which is, if you don't know who Ruth Buzzy is, then I guess it goes over your head. But the imagery of her as Evita, of all people, is just... Whenever they mention the Burt Reynolds Dinner Theater, it's always the most obscure people in these random roles. Was that dinner theater even really a thing like that? I don't know. 
or was it just like a running gag for the show? But uh, Burt Reynolds is there a lot. I guess the magic is worn off. They didn't seem as excited. You think Sophia would have had like a, a some VIP tickets or something since she knows him? They go to lunch. How about a big lunch? But is I, that I where guess Sophia not. was doing Pirates of Penzant <laughs> with uh, Linda Ronstadt? <laughs> Linda Ronstadt's amazing. Y'all should look into her. She's a uh... She's a singer. She's very famous in the seventies. She's like has one of the most amazing voices. Hmm. Um, right. <laughs> who called them to tell them about the dead? Right. And who? why would they call them? Like, did they just call all his girlfriends at once? Or all the numbers he had in his? Like, like if he fine. went to the hospital, Look. were they the emergency contact? Like, whenever that has happened with like their dates or whatever, I'm like, why are they calling them? Like when mm-hmm. Blanche's boyfriend or whatever had that heart attack you know what this is kind of i just had a thought i wonder if maybe back then people had like date books oh yeah. and maybe he had like written their name and number down like who he was gonna go see that that evening and then whoever had his date book was like well let me call the people he had plans with to let him know that he because i know when i was a kid my mother would be like go get my address book so I guess yeah, people my mom probably have too. date books uh, back then. Okay, I'll accept that answer. Thank you. For I don't. That just came to me because I mean, why would we think we don't do stuff like that? You know. Um, and then the same chapel that we see with Pfeiffer and Lorraine's wedding and spoiler alert, mm-hmm. Stan's funeral on Golden Palace. I was disappointed that it wasn't the same guy that we usually see as like a pastor or priest or whatever, the ball guy. It was some rando. Could have done without him. He really didn't bring much to the table. But I love that Sophia just knocks him out of the way. Like, yeah, I think you lost control of the room. And um, when people say padre to priest, it doesn't always register with me that they're saying father, father. in Spanish. I don't know why she Buzz said padre. padre. Is it because of Fidel? And she was like, oh, let me just say padre. Um, but well, she's also Italian. It's, yeah, I guess there are a lot of similarities. Uh, between the two but for her to be so super catholic and always worried about you know disrespecting the church she's pretty rude to priests whenever she interacts with them <laughs> and just seems i mean she stole the pope's ring so clearly you know there's a, a disconnect between her respect for the catholic church mm. and what mm. else did i have here in my little notes i put she said kennel club she called all them yeah. some bitches basically yeah she's like don't be talking about my fucking daughter they <laughs> <laughs> called them some bitches basically because kennel surprised. clubs you know um, kennel club dogs female dogs are bitches that was funny that was a clever way to call everybody a bitch there's uh, like yeah. a, a handful of lines that blanche says in the whole series that i think are just brilliant and one of them is when she says he had his burrow hitched to every bed post in town <laughs> i think that is so funny there's nothing did she like, say burrow because funny. he's from cuba and she's thinking of riding a burrow or is it just something to say? Because I only think of them like in relation to Latin countries. I don't ever really think about a burro. I don't know. I didn't actually think of that. If there's a tie between that. I have a neighbor with what I assume. And last night I walked by them and I was like, is that a burro? They have a statue. And I was walking the dog and she always barks at it. And I was like, is that a burro? <laughs> I was also a little high. Um, but I was like, I don't <laughs> think people have statues of statues donkeys of- like that. I also love when Blanche says she might get a little crazy. Chuck. 
I missed that. Not in this episode. Oh, I was, oh okay. I'm like, what <laughs> Sorry, just in general. Going back to what you said, Kay, I thought she was just calling them dogs as in you're ugly. Like, you know, when Rose says, you think we're dogs, don't you? But she probably was calling them bitches. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia's very clever. And um, Dorothy has on her pop figure outfit. I don't know <laughs> why this was the outfit that they were like, yes, let's make lots of merchandise with this funeral outfit on. And uh, Blanche isn't wearing her alleged funeral outfit when she uh, goes to Phil's funeral. Well, you know this is my funeral outfit, but she's never she worn it. She doesn't wear it at Frida Claxton's funeral either. Or um, Stan's or Rose's aunt um, or any other funeral ever. Only Phil's, I guess. Only Phil's. <laughs> and, and then that one lady was like, um, I'm not going to sit in here when he's been with every woman in this room. And Dorothy was like, he hasn't been with me. And she talked about even he had. I guess been. even like, he Damn. That was rude as fuck. I'm surprised it. Dorothy let that slide. Because you don't even fucking know her. You can't even really see her that okay. well. From where I was you're watching. Seeing. I watched the episode last night with my sister. And I was like, I think if someone said that to me, I'd get up and be like, I'm going to fight you. I would have slapped her. Okay. Like, first of all. Is that the yeah. only time we see her? Because usually people with one line are pretty forgettable, but she seemed like a real actress, actress. Like she was really, you know, giving that line. I feel like we saw her again, but maybe not. <laughs> IMDb Hell. just has her listed as a woman. Damn. Yeah. But I feel like she did do a good job with that one line in her delivery versus some of the people we see, as did Jim Shu, because um, a lot of times mm -hmm. they're very forgettable, but she, she did a good job. I feel like I remembered her having more to say than that. Um, and Fidel, from what I saw, only dates white women. A little uh, self-hatred mm. there, I guess. But they uh, was all kind of cute, though. They looked pretty good. And Blanche and Sophia were the oldest ones. Yeah, yeah there was some really young ladies in there. Um, yeah. He had, he had a lot of variety as far as, like, age and appearance, I guess. No wonder he was sweating through all <laughs> those suits. Um, okay, no wonder he had a fucking heart attack with all them damn weak people. And what else did I say? Oh, my last one is Sophia Dragon Blanche at the end. Um, right. She's like, oh, uh, how generous, which reminds me of uh, when she's like, oh, try some when they're talking about the cheesecake. Like, you don't shovel it in every chance you get. <laughs> like, it's uh, some great <laughs> experiment. And she called Blanche fat a couple of, well, she called Blanche fat, and then Dorothy and Rose call each other fat. A lot of fat shaming in this episode. Um, very mm. problematic. We would never also before I looked this episode, I mean really looked into it, I never knew what Sophia said at the end when she walks out. I never figured out what she was saying until I looked it up and now I know. What's she saying? When she says she says thanks for niente, which means nothing in Italian. But I never knew oh, what she was saying. Oh, okay, because I don't know what the hell that she was talking about either. She says thanks for and then she says niente, but I just never understood. I heard her. that. Yeah, I don't I'm know like, what that I, means. Always, I'm like, thanks for what? Like, what is she saying? I need to yeah, rewatch so every episode because clearly I miss a lot of shit. You need to write a book with all the stuff of, here's what you may have missed on Golden Girls. I thought about that <laughs> because I watch them so, I mean, I watch them every day. So I thought about getting like a notebook when I watch them and just sitting there. And I want to write a book. Sarah from Enough Wicker just wrote a book about Lucille Ball is writing a book that uh, accessible because I guess you grow up thinking oh you gotta be a big time author blah 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 but clearly if you have a passion and a knowledge that it's something that's attainable hell my ex wrote a fucking book so I guess anybody can but I think he's self published and I don't think that counts as much I don't know it's like realtor and yeah. real estate agent so 
Um, <laughs> I think I should write a book too. Let's all write books. I think I'd write a book on B. Arthur. She's fascinating to me. I love she her. Is. Well, if you ever write the uh, what you may have missed, I'll do a forward for you. Only ten thousand dollars because I like you. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> a bargain. What the process of writing a book? It's uh, not that hard. What book you write? You are gay. Some memoirs. Oh. Multiples. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, am I in it? The memoir of no, it's this really is one, but. I'm in the process of writing it. Uh, when I get to that part, but I didn't get to that part yet. Well, make me sound cute. Okay. <laughs> Will do. Thank you. I mean, this isn't my good angle, so don't have me on the book looking like that. But... And I'm happy to sign off on rights if you want to use me in the book also. Okay, great. I'll be sure to contact all the people that I'll be using. Unless I'll change the names. Names have been changed for the sake of the uh, people involved. Uh, yeah. Garrett. Dan and Morthy. <laughs> yeah. Wild and crazy <laughs> names, huh? Um, well, I guess we don't um, have to have a, a long ass extended combo at the end because we already had it throughout the show. But I will ask um, two things. How did you start watching the Golden Girls? And were you a Golden Con? Why not? If no, and will you be at the next one? So I started watching golden girls when i was a kid i think my mom would so my mom is was one i mean she knew i think i get that from her she always knew everything about all the actors and where they came from and what other shows they were in and she was just really i don't know good at or really aware of everything she knew all the actors names and that's just kind of how she was so i always watched tv with her and i watched i mean i I grew up watching like Roseanne, The Nanny, Seinfeld, Everybody Loves Raymond, like and sitcoms that were on when I was growing up. We watched a lot, but Golden Girls was, I think, since it was been on, the show's been in constant syndicate. Like it's on all the time. I don't think mm -hmm. it's ever been off the air on some channel, um, and it was just always on. So they, when I was growing up, they played it on, and maybe they still do on Hallmark from 10 to midnight every day, I think. And then in the mornings, and I just watched it all all the time. I think it was on Lifetime and on Hallmark. I don't think it was on Hallmark and, until it left Lifetime, because I think Lifetime was the only place it was on for like 12 years. Maybe it was Lifetime that I used to watch. It was it. on six times. It was a definitely day. on two different because I think it used to be on Bravo, maybe or Logo had it. Was it was Hallmark. It was on Hallmark too, though. It was on Hallmark and Lifetime. Logo and I think I think Wii it was TV. on both. Yeah, because I remember mm -hmm. I would swap. I I liked that because at different times of the day I could watch episodes from like different seasons. Because on Hallmark mm -hmm. you knew. I mean, it ran through the seasons. Like you know, I used to used to drive me crazy when they would cut a two part episode off at midnight and then you'd have to wait till the next night to watch the second half that's how they keep you they keep you mm -hmm. yeah um so yeah i watched it growing up with my mom and i just have never stopped i watch it you know all through high school through college 20s 30s i watch it every night it's just like a like a comfort thing for me almost an obsession um, some might say yeah <laughs> um, I didn't know about Golden Con until after it happened. 
that's how I, I found out about it after the fact. Um, Shameful. And it's in May, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Um, it was in April last year. They haven't said when it's going to be this year. Oh. And it's in Chicago? It was before. Hopefully again, unless they're going to you know, fly us out. Uh, but I assume it's probably going to be Chicago again. Because that's where the people... Don't make those assumptions. How do you know? Well, the people over it are from here. Yeah. And I would assume it's easier to plan it when you live there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd I want to get blued to out. <laughs> well, I they can fly me out. They can fly me from O'Hare to Midway and then send a limousine. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, uh, be My there. husband and I were in Montana this summer oh. for a wedding. And we, on the way back, we flew through O'Hare. And I'd never been... I'd never been to Chicago before and we flew through and our flight got canceled and it didn't get rebooked till the next day. So we had to spend a night in Chicago and I was really excited because I'd never been, I'd never been to the city before. Well, I, I thought that was loving. <laughs> I grew up loving Chicago because I loved Ferris Bueller so much when I was a kid. I loved that movie and I loved. With nursey, nurse, nurse, nurse. Exactly. Uh, in it. Same lady. Um, Grace is her name. Um, and so we flew through and I, when we had to stay the night, I told my husband, I was like, I want to go, like, I want to, I want to get an Uber and go into the city. I want to see the Sears tower. I want to see things. Like, I just want to go into the city and see it. Cause I've never been, and I don't know when I'll get to come back. So it was like 11 at night and we stayed out till like three in the morning, but we went, we got an Uber and we went to boys town oh. and then we took a train, I think downtown or wherever mm-hmm. to go see the Sears Tower because I'd wanted to see that. That's adventurous. I love Boys Town. Very yeah, Boys Town. I live here time. and I would not be on the train or the red line specifically that late, but, you know, daring um, decision. <laughs> it was fun. There was a huge crowd. I think it was during Pride Month, so there was a big, a bunch of mm. oh, Okay, so that was, was probably safer then because it was a lot of people yeah. out. There was a ton of people out, yeah. Um, Boys Town is always fun. I love it. The problem was we went on a Monday night, so there wasn't a lot going on, but we did go to this one bar that did like musical Mondays. Oh, that was probably mm-hmm. sidetrack. Maybe. Um, that was fun. And yeah. there's always so steam I really works. enjoyed it. I didn't get to see any of it during the day. It was all at night in the dark. Well, come back for the next Golden Con. So I definitely want to go back. So you will be here yeah. for sure, 100% for the next Golden yes. Con. I'll be there. If it's in Chicago. Um, I have never been to Austin, and my husband is like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to a red state. I'm like, they're not going to detain we, us. First of all, <laughs> Illinois is a red state. Chicago makes it blue, but Your the, the state itself is red. <laughs> I've been to um, Dallas before, and um, Fort Worth. Well, that's like the same thing, but Fort Worth, yeah. Texas, and Dallas. I think I've only been when I was in Houston when I was on Christina's court. I think that was the only time. No, and then another time I had a layover, so I like went to a club in Houston. <laughs> Did you say that. when you were in Christina's court? Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, he goes on court shows a lot because he's probably You were on Judge Mathis before our show, so don't do that, honey. At least I spread it out to different shows. But I was uh, on there for legitimate reasons. I wasn't on and there. And what was I on there for? Some bullshit with you and somebody on YouTube. <laughs> right. Some bullshit. Okay, so this will be evidence for my next suit against you. Um Right. Is Judge Joe Brown still on? I'll find somebody. Uh, but, yeah, it, it'll be a lot of fun. And if you come, let me know so we can uh, have you on standby with a microphone to give us the fun facts we missed if we uh, 
are talking about an episode, if we're even on stage, very, you know, presumptuous of me to assume, but I would think we would be back as host and who knows what we'll be doing, all types of fun shit, but it'll be, it'll be a grand old time for all. Hopefully we won't be talking for three hours at a time like we did today, but that's yeah, that okay. Me and now I'm confusing our conversation with our show from yesterday. We shouldn't be recording so many back to back, but you're pregnant. This is you. This is us. you talking about we got to get all these recordings. Because you're going to be busy. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Andrew, on this very special episode. And it's special thank because you. you were here. And for those of you listening, this could be you one day. Just send me a funny clip. But you don't do that. You don't get it to be on the show. Too bad. But anyway... Mm -hmm. As Andrew and I always say, thank you for listening. Thank you for and thank you. For, I said me and Andrew. I no, didn't say K. Hey, just exclude me. Exclude me. He's going to be my new co-host. I'm just going to say, is he going to be my replacement? Yeah. I heard you saying you were going on maternity leave, so I'm swooping in. Yeah. <laughs> right? I wouldn't mind. So the only two people that are allowed to host oh. when I'm on maternity leave are Andrew or Aaron. That's it. Nobody else. Damn, that's it. Yeah. Not even H. Allen? Of course, H. Allen. I love H. Allen, but H. Allen has a lot of wonderful things that he's doing, so I don't know if, he, if they have time. But, you know, okay. Andrew is approved as well as um, Aaron. Okay. Amen. All right. So, in that case, there you go. If she's too pregnant one day, I might text you like, hey, I need you to jump on here. Too but, pregnant. <laughs> yes, too pregnant. <laughs> If you're craziness about this podcast, then head over to SoGoodWeNamedIt.com for links to all of our social media. We're on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Etsy. We're everywhere. And don't forget to go over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and review about the show. And you can see us at GoldenCon 2023 in Chicago. Go to ThankYouForBeingAFan.com for more information. And as always, thank you for listening and thank you for being a friend. Her, I'm not mm -hmm. sure who she is. What the oh, hell? Who is that? Is that Amazon? Let me look before I just go opening the door. I don't even. Why are they laying on my buzzer like that? Okay, so don't you be that. Now, when do we get old? <laughs> now I'll be so pissed off when somebody's ringing my door. Who is it? Who is it? <laughs> I don't know why I even ask because they don't give you no information. All he says UPS. Thank you. Okay. Uh, for who? Who is it for? Okay. What is mm. your badge number? I don't see any uh brown mm, trucks outside. Badge. What can Brown do for me? Murder me, I guess, in a home invasion, because I don't even see the I'm truck. I'm now. Oh, I see it. Who is it? Who it's is down at the, the door? It's down the street. We good. Never mind. Anyway, he moved to Austin. Why? What about him? Oh, okay. And he had posted somewhere about how they're trying to sell their house. And the amount of money that they were asking for, I'm like, is this the tiny homes thing? Like, the real estate mm -hmm. down there, my goodness. Like, that was like a a, a little tool shed. Uh, how much was asking, it? I want to say it was, don't get me the lion, but I think that he was trying to rent it out for like around two grand a month or something like that, like between 1500 to 2000 I mean, it was cute, but it was too small. My apartment's bigger than that house. I'm like, is that what y'all doing in Austin? Absolutely not. It's very expensive here, yeah. I'm actually a realtor here. Oh, we have a lot of gay realtors on the show. What's that about? You've had gay realtors before? Well, I must have missed that I've episode. I've had at least one. I don't ask which everybody's was, occupation. Which one's your favorite? She was Lebanese. <laughs> wasn't a lady that was Lebanese? We had a, a lady that was a realtor too? Yeah, wasn't she? Damn, what's with all these real estate agents? Oh, shit. It's I a very, it's a very queer uh, industry. It is, I've noticed. And I would love to be one. I feel like I would be great at it. But after 
going through what I went through to get certified to sell insurance, which I don't even do anymore. I cannot see myself taking any more exams and shit. It's not hard. It's one test. It's not even hard. How you know? You a realtor? Almost, because I was going to take the test, but I don't know what happened in my life where I did end up taking it. But it's not hard. It's only one test you have to take. Yeah. Well, I had to take like four tests for insurance. So maybe, because you could do that on the side. And I think I'm a very good salesman. So I think I would be great. It could be a dilapidated crack house. Oh, this is cozy. A fixer upper has lots of charm. And then yeah, there you go. So maybe that'll be my next venture. So good we named it Realty and I'll be on a, a, a park bench somewhere or a bus bench, either one. Um, Not a realtor, sounds expensive, but I'm gonna become <laughs> real a real estate, estate agent. agent. So Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Koenig Rubloff, if you wanna hit me up, Remax Century 21 at Properties. Anybody? Um, what's the other one? It's another one. Did Park I hit Place Remax? Realty. That's a good place Ooh. too. Park Place Realty. Mm, I like That's the more uh, well-known ones. Maybe they are well-known, first and foremost. Caldwell Banker, perhaps. I don't know. Good night. Good night. Support mm. your uh, black communities. The, the CEO is um, a black man and his wife. I tried. Because when I... And I'm on another tangent on this five-hour episode. When I was working... <laughs> At Guaranteed Rate, the mortgage company, the guy that I was under. Um, They're not black owned. No, but he would want me to partner him with realtors and stuff. And I would always go look for black ones. And a lot of times they didn't get back to me. I don't know if they thought it was a ruse or something. But I feel like why wouldn't you want to have a dedicated mortgage person that you send all of your clients to and they take care of all the closing and everything. And then when I was doing insurance, I was trying to do the same thing of, okay, hey, you know, we can print out like some little pamphlets you can give the people. Here's a here's a repair guy. Here's somebody who can, you know, do your floors, do whatever. And then also have the insurance person. We'll do your home insurance and then we get your cars. Mm-hmm. I have a brilliant mind, but I always end up working for ass wipes that want to diminish my light because I could have really got them some excellent business, but they didn't want to let me do my thing. As a realtor, don't you agree that that's something that could be helpful? Yeah, no. I, I think so. And I would go to uh, open mm-hmm. houses with people, and they yeah. acted like they didn't want me to do that. I'm like, first of all, you're a woman by yourself. People are fucking nuts. Not that I'm going to save you, but maybe I'll deter them from doing <laughs> it's anything. A right, right. Because mm-hmm. some go down, nice knowing you, but, you know, I just thought that would be great. I would bring cookies and sandwiches. I would let them know, uh-huh. oh, somebody just came in, you know, just try to help out. I didn't charge. I just thought, okay, let me leave my business cards, blah, blah, blah. I have a brilliant business mind, but moving on. Uh, <laughs> but that is helpful, I would assume, to have somebody there with you to just, you know, be a lookout or yeah. something. Because that happens. I wouldn't do an open house, and I'm a man. People are nuts. I would need some protection. But uh, back to the Golden Girl. Take uh, two armed Pinkerton guards with you. Exactly. Um, and in listening okay, to other episodes, it. It, it's so s- seamless. You'll see how seamless the editing is. You would never know there's all these 30-minute tangents that have nothing to do with anything that we cut out. You're going to be so mad. Don't come calling me complaining either about how you had it took you six hours to edit this episode. Well, you know, I've learned to try to edit in in segments and for the longer episodes and not try to do it all at once because it is okay. a little taxing. Because um, you're going to be like, it took me 12 hours to edit this episode. It's all your fault. Well, a lot of years it's just going to, the whole part's just going to be gone, so I ain't got to worry about it. <laughs> And then for me, it's the fact yes. that I say, um, every five fucking seconds that I have to edit out. 
just that nobody's bothered by that. As we bring it back to the episode, because I edited it out. <laughs> right, but in the earlier episodes we didn't. Yeah, because I have time. Oh, we could do a different page. kind of uh, so good. We named it Uncut. Maybe partner with bilateral men, but that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> Moving on. Shit. Moving right along. <laughs> Did you say bilateral so, men? Yes, he's it's an excellent website. If you ever want to, I'm sure you know what it is. Don't play. I know what it is. I, I just, I'm, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to decide if what you're saying is the same as what I'm thinking it is. Oh, it is. But okay. <laughs> of course it how is. How you do it? Um, what mm-hmm. Blanche said, um, if you are a young black person in Chicago, you might have responded head ass uh, to that mm-hmm. comment. Um, I don't know how to, how to explain that in layman's terms. Basically, it's like you said something stupid, but it's like something is it problematic to say lame now because we don't mean it Um, in that sense well right but i know they got lizzo and beyonce for saying spaz so i don't know what you know is these days because a lot of like so a lot of people are coming for terminology that is in you know aave that we use and we mean it in a totally different way but they were saying that spaz is something that people say as a derogatory remark for people that are, you know, disabled or, you know, um, have mental um, challenges, but that's not what we mean. Just like when we say lame, we don't mean it in the way other people might of, right. you know, being handicapped or disabled. We're saying it as like, you're not cool. <laughs> like, that's a, mm-hmm. uh, you're a loser, you know, type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So... I, I feel like it's weird, you know, people try people to... People are so languages. sensitive. It's so annoying how sensitive people are in, 20, in the year of our Lord, 2022, I mean, but I digress. You know, sometimes it's warranted, but I think when it's stuff that means different things to different cultures, you can't be like, well, no right. one can use it. Like, I just no, saw... No, because that's not culturally appropriate, that, um, so knock it off. Drag race UK, because in they can't England, In England, they call cigarettes fags. They do. You couldn't so wait like, to say that one. You know one. what I'm saying? I'm just... <laughs> He's like, finally, get to work that in. You are really problematic today, Kate. I don't have a problem. Is it the hormones? Because you know I don't have a problem with anybody, but it was just an example. I don't don't know what's going on, but... uh, Go to hell. Do either one of you watch um, Drag Race at all? RuPaul's Drag Race? Yes, I was just going to say that they can't say fish on there. Yeah, did you watch that? Are you talking about from Canada versus the world? Um, I think it's the UK. I haven't seen the other versions, but I saw a tweet today where they cannot say it because it's a So there's an episode. So, okay, there's a season of Canada versus the world going on right now. Um, And two of the contestants, one of them was, is, spoiler alerts here, but Stephanie Prince, who's Filipino and from... Canada. She competed on the Canada's on a season of Canada. Then Victoria Scon, who's a UK queen, but she's a cisgendered woman. She's the first cisgender woman to compete in Drag Race. Um, well, in the first episode, Stephanie Prince made did a. It was a they had to sing to a song and perform and write lyrics. And one of her lyrics, she said, "I'm a fishy queen." Mm-hmm. And the cisgendered female queen confronted her after the episode on you know on mm-hmm. in, on the set and confronted her about it and said I just want you to know that's really that's offensive okay. to me or that offends me. She don't even need to be on the show in the first place. Why what how you gonna come on our it? shit and then tell us how to do it. Okay. So I kinda had that feeling. I was like, uh I don't know if this is the 
platform to be like I don't know. But what does that mean? What what what's offensive about it? Because it's like saying that your vagina smells like fish is how a lot of and that you are so that dressed as a woman and wearing makeup, you are so beautiful and so passable as a woman that you're fishy that you right. So like we don't mean it like that. Like oh, I smell like a vagina. It's I like right. Okay, like this is fishy. Thing. You know how people? Okay, that's that's what you're trying to say. Like this seems fishy or suspicious. Or no, <laughs> but that's another use of the word. Uh, which okay. is not problematic. That's like if I if I put on a wig and makeup right now and you thought I really looked like a woman, you'd say, "Gosh, Andrew, you look so fishy." Like yes, yeah, giving me fish, oh. honey. Come on, fish. You know, like that. Serving fish. But yeah. um. Oh okay. But we don't like catfish. No, not not no. quite. You almost okay. have. <laughs> so, so like when I was Blanche for Halloween, I was fishy boots, honey. I was giving mm-hmm. the girls a show. I was stunty cunty, as the girls would say. I'm sure that tells you nothing. But I look like I was a woman. I look like I could actually be a woman. So that's what people okay, say. Okay, but I'm not offended if, if somebody, if a queen wants to say they're a fishy queen. Like, why is that offensive to a cis woman? I don't know. I don't. I'm a cis woman, so I don't understand. Like, literally, you're all you're saying is you look so good in drag that you could pass as a actual woman. That's all. But... I'm not. I'm not offended by that. I don't. I know some people are like, oh well, you know, when you're on your period and the blood and the mercury and there's a lot of mercury and fish and I'm like, girl, this is not. But why is that the first thing? First of all, (laughs) my lady parts don't smell bad at any time because I make sure that they're clean. So why is maybe her coochie stank and she was offended? You know what I mean? Because I'm like, why is that the first (laughs) thing you think about? Because I don't. That doesn't bother me. I'm like, if you're if if that offends you, maybe you need to look at. Maybe you okay. You need to say. A couple more showers during the week. Like, no I, I try to be, you know, mindful of that type of stuff because I know certain people are offended. Like prior to yesterday when we recorded, I had never said cunty, I don't think. And I have wanted to say it, but I haven't. And now you can't stop. Right. And I, it was too late, you know. So good we yeah. named it Cunty Edition. Um, because uh, I know there's people that don't like it. Typically, it's cis white women that are like that's yeah. like their trigger that's word. That's what calls them that cunts. But I don't because we don't I, black people don't say is, that. What the fuck? We just say bitch. Like I right. don't say cunt. But um, gay people will say it in the same usage of fish. Like, ooh, you are cunty today, honey. Like you know, mm-hmm. you, and I guess that. I can kind of see because both of those words are tied to vaginas and, you know, maybe that's I'm not offended by thing. any of that shit because don't nobody call me no fucking cunt, so I don't give a Because what? Well. Yeah, I don't think that that's a thing for us in our community like that, but, you know, I try to be mindful and respectful. Like RuPaul's Drag Race used to say, ooh, girl, you got she-male. And they had to take that out because people are like, oh, you mean she-male as in transgender? And again, that's not what it is. It's male for women, she-male. Right. What the fuck? But, you know, you got to gotta go on with the times. Right. Like the T-word so used to be, but I did oh, used to sorry. use that word because the trans people Remember, that um, I knew. Maura you know, used to do that. Like before the show just became Are You the Father the whole time? Right. He used oh. to have the the trans people Like is it a he or a she? Like that was yeah, problematic shit. Now that's Is that the one where they would hold up the paddles? Yeah. And, like. And guess, yeah, boy, girl, boy, girl. And I know right. the, the cis women were sick when everybody would vote that they were men. 
man. <laughs> Good times. Um, but yeah, you know, you got to move on with the times. Like, you don't want to be called colored or Negro, you know, anymore. So you got to go At this point, times. I don't give a fuck. Okay, well, the first colored <laughs> Golden Girls podcast <laughs> with Negro hosts. Oh, says K, K likes that, I guess. Okay. Shit, I don't give a fuck. This is going to be now. such an episode, honey. What are you doing, Andrew? You just brought it out of us, I guess. We're usually not right, like this. Just... There oh, you. there I am. I'm blessed and highly favored. <laughs> just hanging out at home. Amen. With this amazing Same. lighting. The Carrie Lake filter. It's you very beautiful. Wow. I'll just turn Can it I off. Turn I feel so shamed. I mean, I, I turned it oh. on because his was on, and I didn't want him I to feel left on, out. You should feel myself. special, Andrew, because she really doesn't turn her camera on for people. I because do. I'm, I hate it. I'm pregnant now, and my nose grew like two weeks ago, and I just don't like it. So I'm pregnant. I never turn my camera on. People would pay for that nose. Embrace uh, it. What do you mean? They pay for smaller that? noses. So, like, when you're pregnant, a lot of women get pregnancy nose where, like, their nose gets big as fuck across their face, especially, <laughs> like, black women. So now, oh, no, shit. really, you can laugh. So now I'm I feel like I have... Work. Yes, it's a thing. So now yeah. I feel like I have a fucking bell pepper on my nose, but I'm just gonna I like bell peppers. Off. Stuff Go them real good. So we're done here. What you eating, no. Andrew? You eating bell peppers? No, I'm eating some uh, pandulce. It's called a concha. Oh, I had oh. that for breakfast. Yeah, I'm, hell you did. I'm, having a, I'm having leftovers. Are you of uh, Latin descent? I sure am. My last name is, uh, well, I won't say it, but it's my husband's last name. Oh, but I am. I thought I was... you were a white man until you got on camera. <laughs> no, sir. Oh, wonderful. What you say you got a husband, Andrew? Yes, ma'am. Damn, you look good, too. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> that might not mean anything, shoot. Especially in my you community. You said he got a husband. Leave that man alone. I'm he's very saying, cute. You know. He's uh, he's a red. He's a ginger. Well, now we need uh, to see some pictures or something. You talking him up? Get the I wedding know. album. Let me see. <laughs> we got married. We got married February twenty twenty, oh. right before things got crazy. Yeah, that's like right before everything started getting crazy. Oh, it's so bright. That's. He looks familiar. Oh, he is cute. We were at a wedding uh, two weeks ago. Y'all look cute together. He looks That's like nice. somebody on HGTV. Does he host any rehab shows? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I, I just assumed. Um, but anywho, we are recording. We're always recording. If you step into yeah. my house, expect to be recorded. Yeah. Uh, That's illegal. Don't come over then. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to dedicate this episode to the late Deborah Engel, who played Rebecca Becky Devereaux on The Golden Girls and The Golden Palace. Here is a scene from the last episode of The Golden Palace, which she just so happened to be a part of. Well, where is he? I want to meet the man that's going to marry my mama and father my baby. <laughs> well, it turned out that he was too old. He was too old. All right. I'm too old. Is that what you want to hear, Rebecca? That you were right in lecturing me because I'm nothing but a vain, foolish woman who refuses to act her age? Mama, I lecture you because you are a beautiful, elegant, intelligent woman who doesn't need to act like a teenager. <laughs> Don't you see? I want you to be proud of who you are. Because, Mama, I sure am. Oh, babe, I am so stupid. Here, I have been working so hard trying to have another child, but I've got one right here I'll just never learn enough about. 
Rebecca Jean, how'd you ever get so smart? Hey, we're only as smart as our parents. Oh. <laughs> Maybe you're not my real mother. <laughs> hey, come here, you. Happy birthday, Mama. <laughs> Thank you.